righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. I don't ratchet to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Pissing People. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday, and it's Cardi B Day. Today, Cardi's B album is out right now. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B. Invasion of privacy is out everywhere right now. What do we think of the album? Have you heard it yet? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay. I went to her album listening, so I heard half of it. I got there a little late because I was first in Newark uh, dealing with some work with LaMonica McIver, and then I went over to Cardi's Listening. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no way in hell I was going to a listening party the day before the album comes out. If the album comes out at midnight, why the hell would I go to a listening party? I think it was more of a celebration and uh, people showing support for her. Oh, okay. Charlamagne, did you hear the album? Yes, I did hear the album. What you think? Um, it's cool. I like it. I'm not mad at it at all. I think uh, Cardi, Cardi stayed in her lane. They just kind of they raised the production level of Cardi B. Like if you was listening to her on her Gangsta Bitch Music Volume One and Gangsta Bitch Music Volume Two, they just mm-hmm. like they they raised the level of that to me. Okay. Yeah. Right. A lot right, of well, big guest appearances. Who chance the rappers on the album? Who is that on through your phone? Who's singing on that song? Somebody's singing on that song, but they don't have who it is featured. But that's a dope record. Uh, YG mm. was at the event last night and DJ Mustard. I know he produced the track that YG is on. Okay. I'm not mad at it, man. At all. Okay. I listened to it today on my way back. I'm in Virginia last night. I had to do a, a silent party, which was pretty dope. I was kind of amazed. No it was about thing. two, two. I'm telling you, 2,000 kids. I thought you said you kids. hated silent parties. No such parties. thing as a dope silent I party. I did, but I, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. But this one was crazy. 2,000 kids, all with headphones on, Everybody all rocking, all vibing. It was so wait, what's your home. job if it's a silent party? I mean, you're DJing. They're listening through the through the music through the headphones. So the music no. is just not out loud. So people are just rocking through the headphones. I, so if you take the headphones off, no. it's kind of just you're not at quiet. the party. I think silent yeah. parties are absolute trash. That's not really silent. I think silent parties are <laughs> uh, this equivalent of having an album uh, listening party five hours before the album comes out. Okay, if I want to <laughs> if I want to hear music in my headphones, I go to the gym. All right? Like, why do I got to be around thousands of people to listen to music in my headphones? How, what kind of what was going on in the world, man? It was weird, but it was packed. It was packed out. They were rocking. They were swag surfing. They were yeah, right. they were rocking. I, it was surprising to me, but hey, whatever. All right. Whatever. Well, let's get the show cracking. Today, we have, uh, who's stopping through today? Tyron Woodley? Tyron Woodley. Oh, yeah, Tyron Woodley from the UFC. Tyron MMA. Woodley. Yeah, Tyron and- Woodley. There was an event at the Barclays yesterday, and we'll talk about that in front of people. Didn't Conor McGregor spaz out or something yes. yesterday? He was on yeah, he spazzed out. I don't we'll know talk what about he's that. Doing. That looked like cocaine to me. And also, if you don't know, uh, Tyron Woodley's supposed to be training Floyd Mayweather for a UFC fight. So we, uh, we'll talk to him about all that as well. And what else are we talking about in front page news, Jay? Uh, we are talking about Facebook. They are scanning your messages for abuse. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes. There we go, Cardi B. Drop Her album is out right now. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B, damn it. Name of that record gonna be, is Get Up 10. Yep, we're going to be playing Cardi B every top of the hour. So a new song every top of the hour in the 9 o'clock mix is all about Cardi B. Yeah, that Get right? Up 10 record got a uh, Meek Mill intro feel, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. But let's get in some front page news. Basketball fans, I'm not going to lie. I thought Boston was going to come out the East this year, but it looks like Kyrie Irving is injured. Yes, indeed. I don't have that story, so I don't know what else to say. You're going to start with sports and then pass the, you know, yeah, and damn I mean, well, you don't, don't know what's happening. Story, but I told her to get the story. I'm in Virginia, but Kyrie Irving, he has to have some surgery, so he's out for the rest of the season yeah, and the playoffs. Yeah, he has to remove two screws from his patella that were inserted in 2015 to repair a fracture that he suffered during the NBA Finals that year. They said there was a bacterial infection that was discovered at the site of the screws. Okay, now let's talk Conor McGregor. 
Yes, Conor McGregor has surrendered to authorities. I was looking at this footage this morning on the news. Now, apparently, cops wanted to speak with Conor McGregor after he threw a dolly into a bus that was carrying several UFC fighters and staffers. Multiple people were injured in that attack. One of those people was fighter Michael Chiesa, who was hospitalized with lacerations to the face. Uh, here is what Dana White had to say. Connor and approximately 20 guys apparently were let in through the doors by the MacLife guys. They stormed the building, got down to the uh, loading docks where the fighters were getting on the buses and started to attack. Um, the buses throwing trash cans and uh, dollies and things like that broke one of the windows cut Michael Chiesa really bad this is the most disgusting thing that has ever happened in the history of, of the company now Michael Chiesa and Ray Borg were both on the bus and they both are out of commission now. They both will not be able to fight. The UFC 223 was scheduled to have 12 fights. That has since been cut to nine, and the weigh-in is still about to come. So, so what the hell happened, man? What, what kind of cocaine did he get in Brooklyn and that caused him to spaz out like that? I don't know, but Conor McGregor has been charged with two counts of misdemeanor assault and one count of felony criminal mischief. What, he was, said, he, hmm. what was he mad at? Nobody knows. Cocaine. That's crazy. Hell of a drug. That is crazy. Yeah, let's talk about Facebook. Is in jeopardy, but imagine now two fighters can't even fight because of you. I heard he's still in jail. He's still in jail? Uh, I know he turned himself in, so I, I'm not sure. That's got to be terrifying to be in a cold, uh, a cold tank with Conor McGregor. Can you imagine? Right, <laughs> nope. right. You're just sitting there quiet, the hoping cage. you don't spaz out. Literally in the cage. <laughs> well, let's talk about Facebook now. Now, Facebook has confirmed they are using automated tools to scan a messenger chats for malware links and for child porn images. And so users can also report chats that may violate community standards. So a lot of times people thought your messages would be completely private that you send to people, but Facebook does scan those messages. Now, they said the content of messages between people is not used for ads targeting. We do not listen to your voice and video calls. But what they are saying is that they just basically review any messages that are flagged by users or by the automated systems. So, if you're sending messages through Facebook, don't think you have privacy. No, I don't send messages through Facebook. I don't send messages through Facebook. I rarely, rarely, rarely check my IG DMs, Twitter every now and then. That's all. Call right. my phone. Right. Call my phone. Text me if you know me. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, you need to vent a little bit. Or... Maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? What's Trav. up, Trav? What's going on? Hey, ye. Hey, Trav. What's up, Charlemagne? What up, sis? <laughs> hey, nothing much, nothing much. Um, can we first start this off by dropping one of Clues Bonds for Cardi B? Okay, okay. You must be feeling Invasion of Privacy album. Um, yes, I am. She uh, killed it. See, she proven all her haters wrong. Everybody says it's going to flop, and now they mad. So I, I don't think anybody thinks her album could flop. Think? I, I think they meant she mean flop like quality wise. Oh, okay. Like, was it going to be whack or not? I, I think it's a good yeah, album. Yeah, they, they thought it was going to be whack. But I I'm actually calling about this story that I read on, um, on the shade room like a couple of days ago. And it, it just further just lets me know that a lot of church folks are going straight to hell. And Why? I can't wait because they. It's <laughs> this lady that was on the shade room. Her name was like Sharon. And she was like running late for church. And I guess her kid was like taking his time getting out of bed. So this crazy heifer went and got a taser. And tased her child. The oh, game I saw that. For on, on Easter I, Sunday. I saw that as yeah. well. Hey, man, he if Jesus got, his got ass a rise, up. you got a rise, too. It's Easter. <laughs> yeah. You got his up. ass up. Not only did she get arrested, and not only is her child going to hate her forever, but she's going straight to hell. Like, girl, you ain't getting no cool points for tasing your son. What's the difference between using a taser to wake somebody up and throwing water on them to wake them up? It's still a shock. Charlamagne, you going straight to hell, too. Why? <laughs> you know what? I've I, I seen that story, and I wasn't that mad. She probably told him to get up like six, seven times, and the kid and the boy was like, no. And he's like, all right, get your ass up. What if she thought he was dead? What if she kept trying to wake him up so much <laughs> and he wouldn't move, eyes closed? No. And she was like, man, let me make sure he's alive. So she hit him with a little shock. <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's going on? It's James. James, hey. get it off your chest, bro. What's going on, Envy? What's going on, Charlamagne? What's going on, Ye? What's, What's up, up my brother? I want to ask y'all a question. Do I got a lawsuit on my hands? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, let me ask you. I got fired from <laughs> Put that on blast. <laughs> the guy's racist. He told me yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Yesterday, basically, that 
I was fired because I was too much. I was big and black, and I was aggressive in a full Spanish environment. The only black guy <laughs> in there. That's not funny. Check that out. I mean, do I have yeah, a lawsuit yeah, you, on my head? I think I you do. I have audio of this. Yeah, you, I think you do. You can't fire somebody because you're black and aggressive. You, can't, you wow. just can't fire somebody. You forgot the big part now. What about the big oh, sorry. part? <laughs> sorry. I, mean, it, I know, right? And then on top of that, he had me working like a machine loading everybody's van. You know what I'm saying? Because he took my physical ability and, you know what I'm saying, took that and tried to use it. I ain't going to lie. It sounded like he was flirting with you to me. He said you big. Well, except that he doesn't have a job no, now. No, no, no flirt situation, B. He got mm-hmm. a wife, a cross-eyed wife, by the, by the way. That don't mean anyway, nothing. I'm saying I got the audio. Can y'all please blast this for me? No. Well, we can't, we can't blast it for you because yeah, we don't know if you're telling well, the truth, I'm but I would definitely get a lawyer. Check it out, Envy. It's a YouTube video called Fired for Being Big, Black, and Excellent. Just listen to that, bro. And you tell me if I got a lawsuit. That look like a porno. That look like something I need to flag on you YouTube because that sounds like you it's that sound like hey, the sexual yeah, content on that. Is here, man, but that's the situation. All right. Thank you, Big Black Brother. With Big Black yeah, and right. Excellent. That's the, that's the <laughs> name of a great porno. Oh, my goodness. Get it off your <laughs> chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Bryson calling from the north side of Columbus. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Okay, so here's the situation, man. I've been in a relationship for all of maybe like nine months now. It got really serious in like four months. We were all working. Everybody in the house was contributing, doing their part, you know, just making sure everybody is able to be straight at the end of the day. And some things happened, and now my girl stopped working. But months and months and months have gone by, and it's like she lacks the motivation, the inner motivation to want to get up and do something herself. Now that leaves me stuck in a jam, paying all the bills, feeding everybody, making sure we all got what we need to make it through the week. But see, my life wasn't like this before I met her. And I'm just curious as to what should I do? How should I go about this situation? So what you're telling me is that uh, she's not upgrading your life, basically. No, no, I upgrade my own life, but she's not doing her part. Drop her. <laughs> no, what is she? Do you have kids? Drop her. Wow. Do no, you have I kids, don't bro? Have any kids. Drop I'm, her. I'm do you do you love her? I do love her, and I'm doing it for the kids. Like I, I don't want to see them go without. I don't want to. She, she has kids, nine. but he doesn't. How many kids does she have? She has three children. And well, raising three children is a tough job. I know. Bro, it, drop her. Why do we live in this world where if somebody's not bringing no value to your life, you holding on to them? You don't got no attachment to this woman. Y'all ain't got no kids. Y'all not married. Drop her and go find somebody that's going to help you upgrade your life, sir. How long y'all been together, bro? Uh, all about nine months now. Oh, nine months. Yeah, you, yeah. Shalom is right. But Hi. I don't know if that's always necessary. Sometimes if you really yeah. love somebody, you can try to help them and support them and encourage them. I wish it's I would. Women months. do that all the time for men. Men can do it for women, too. Yeah, but not if you don't I, like I, her. I, I initiate motivation. Her. I'm always willing to just, hey, listen, I know you having a rough time. I know we done been through some stuff, but we got to get back out here and get back to the, what's right. Doing the right thing. Oh, blah, blah, blah. blah. Keep letting it bring you down, man. That's all. Have a blessed day. Don't call us when you're down on your your, 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 your lowest of luck, okay? My goodness. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Chris calling from Columbia, South Carolina. 803, Chris. what's happening? Get it what's off your chest. Charlemagne, Angela Yee. Hey. They me listen to you guys every morning. Thank you. What's up, bro? It. Hey, man, did y'all check out Atlanta last night? Yes, I did see Atlanta last night. What'd you think about it, Charlemagne? Uh, I'm still confused. Uh, I, I missed it. I, I heard there were no commercials. There wasn't no commercials. I think I woke up. Well, last night, I think I kind of figured out, because, you know, the whole theme of the, the season is Robin season. So I kind of figured yeah. I figured out what what, what what that episode was about last night as far as robbery is concerned. But I'm going to be honest with you, man. Atlanta been pretty mid-grade for me this season. Last episode yeah. was really good in the, the last 15 minutes of the first episode with Cat Williams. But other than that, it's been pretty mid-grade to me. The last one as in the oh. one where he was trying to get a haircut? Yes. Mm-hmm. What you thought? What you think? I think it was pretty good, man. I think it was his take on uh, the whole Michael Jackson situation. Yeah, I figured you know, that like, out. But what yeah, that got to do with anything? I'm just trying to express some positivity about the man. Yo, it's a good show this season, man. Like, every season, every show, somebody's getting robbed in some kind of way. Like, last night, 
kids were getting robbed of their childhood innocence. That's a fact. And uh, Darius got robbed in his time, and he ended up getting, I, can't, I guess the piano was his because they signed it over to him, but then the police ended up taking it, so he didn't get that either. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I just wanted to spread some love and talk to you guys for a minute, listen to you guys every day, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. I still think it's right, pretty Thank mediocre you. this season. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's got flashes of the brilliance that we saw from season one, but it's just. It's not doing it for it, you. Nah, it ain't doing it. Ain't, it ain't it, man. It just ain't it right now. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. You can hit us at any time. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Find out what project Jordan Peele is working on. It's a docuseries for Amazon. Also, Safari, we talked about him getting robbed of almost $180,000 worth of jewelry. We'll wait till you find out even more information on who's the person that robbed him. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, we told you already, and I know everybody's heard about this, about Safari getting robbed, and two of the men that robbed him actually got caught, Jonathan Ricketts and Sean Harewood. Now, here is Safari when he was on Angie Martinez talking about the situation. And what is your stance on, like, you know, because some people be like, you don't go to police or whatever. Listen, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. You, 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 put a gun to my face. You took my. I'm not doing all that nonsense. You did it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no kid. Street code, street rules. What's that gonna do? It gets you, gets you killed. It's not gonna do nothing for me. Mm. Like the law is the law. I'm a, like, I'm a good dude. I don't go out here setting people up. I don't do none of that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So, you the one who did it. You shouldn't have did it. I wonder if he knew who it was at that time, since it was somebody. No, he didn't know at that time. Because it turns out that Safari and Sean Harewood were friends since he was 14 years old and they stopped speaking after Nikki and Safari broke up. So, I don't know, but... Oh, is that that same? Let me see that picture. Is that that picture that they use when they say your replacement is real close to you with envy and... Yeah, that was actually at my birthday party. So you Mm -hmm. mean to tell me... this? You know what? This was a terrible night. I'm going to tell you why this was a terrible night. This is a terrible night because Meek Mill was in this picture. He took Nikki from Safari and then Safari's other friend took... His jewelry. Robbed him recently. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Safari well, it was actually own. a Safari, don't was, go to no more DJ and me birthday parties. Absolutely not. Safari got it his was own, a great night. He got his own Robin it, season uh, <laughs> series going on right now. But that has to really hurt. Somebody you know set you up? Well, like, that's crazy. Well, point him out of the lineup, Safari. Okay? I, I agree with you. You're a taxpaying citizen. You're a civilian. You don't ever claim to be no street dude. Street rules don't apply to you. Point him out, goddammit. All right. Now, Jordan Pill is going to be producing a Lorena Bobbitt docuseries for Amazon. It's called Lorena, and it's going to... Uh, talk about that case remember where she cut cut off her husband's penis Mm -hmm. because he first she said that he raped her and that was the reason why she did that so never understood that story the reason i never understood that story is because i don't sleep that deep but then she cut it off in his sleep yeah, I don't know if he woke up immediately after i don't i don't don't sleep that deep bro he might have been drunk or might have been high had to be. Had to be intoxicated mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Well, you might want to watch this docuseries to find out exactly what happened. So, uh, Jordan Pill is going to be producing that. Should be pretty good. Okay, Vivica A. Fox. She was having her book signing, and this was at Barnes & Nobles in New York in Tribeca. Her book is Every Day I'm Hustling, and that's when PETA showed up because Vivica loves her furs. Here's what happened. God bless you, sisters. God bless you, sisters. Don't compare where you can't compete. What? <laughs> what did that even mean? Don't compare where you can't compete. I don't get it. I don't know what that. Maybe she's saying they can't have furs too. Does she know why they were protesting? Does Vivica know what they were protesting? <laughs> Does Vivica know that they were out there protesting? Well, they her were, because she they were fur? yelling, "Stop wearing fur." So she had to know. Uh, maybe she <laughs> thought it was 50 Cent fans. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we're going to get into another Cardi B joint off her album that's out right now. This one's what called this? Ring. It's called Ring. Okay. And it's featuring Kalani. And when we come back, have you heard Cardi B's album? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. We're going to play snippets off the album, and we want to hear what you think about the album so far, if you've heard it. All right? So here's Ring. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was Ring Cardi B. Why are you laughing? I'm listening to you talk about my goodness. That was so beige. That was a nice beige ad lib that nobody caught. <laughs> because it's behind the scenes, all right? There's a lot of things behind the yeah. scenes that's chaotic this morning. Well, my it's goodness. very chaotic. There's a lot of complaints. Well, all right. But let's open up the phone lines. If you heard Cardi B's album, 800-585-1051, let's talk about it. We're going to play some snippets now. What snippet do we have ready, producer? 
<laughs> Say it out loud so I can hear you. Best Life, best life featuring best life. Chance the Rapper. All right, well, let's get into Best Life featuring Chance the Rapper. Cardi B's album is out right now. Check it out. It's The Breakfast Club. Let's go. Cardi B is so problematic. It's the hashtag. I can't believe they want to see me lose that bad. They talking junk and they sing these mad trash. I'm giggling, can let the devil have the last laugh. Ain't no more beefing. I'm just keeping to myself. I'm my own competition. I'm competing with myself. I told y'all I'm living my best life. I told y'all I'm living my best life. First I all, like that. Uh, first of all, I want to say I'm proud of Cardi B. Drop on the clues bombs for Cardi B, man. We watched that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. To see this young lady go from a, a woman who was just making people laugh on Instagram, but also dropping jewels on Instagram, to becoming a full-fledged star who's right. performing on SNL tomorrow night and co-hosting Jimmy Fallon on Monday. Come on, man. How can you not salute that? You got to say start off, started off as a stripper, too. That's the first time I say Cardi B in a stripper. Started off as a stripper, mm-hmm. but I mean, how, she can, how can you not salute that? Fall. Absolutely. She's 25. Let's get into- been knowing her since she's been like, what, 1920? Yeah, 1920. Well, let's get into the next snippet. This one is I Like oh, It. Oh, now with- drop on the clock. I picked this one. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because I've heard the whole album already, and this is my mm-hmm. favorite song off the album thus far. Okay? okay. You could change tomorrow, but as of right now, I Like It is my record. Let's play it. I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance. I like proving wrong. I do what they say I can't. They call me party, party, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hot I heard that at the listening session yesterday. Spicy. The listening party. People like that one. What do you call that? That salsa? What is that? Meringue? What's that? Don't just make things up. Please. I don't know. No. What is it? <laughs> That's what it's hip hop. That's what it is. Hip hop no, with a little man, uh, sample of something, man. It's got some Latino on there. you go, but Meringue. Ask the there's a Puerto Rican board producer. Ask him. Well, he's not Puerto Rican. Yes, he is. Just because the man look like dancing Dan don't mean he Puerto Rican, man. How the man just gonna make you Puerto Rican? Is he Puerto Rican? He Puerto Rican? Oh, my bad. <laughs> See? <laughs> He's Boricua. Boricua. My goodness. All right, well, let's get into the next joint. This is Cardi B featuring SZA. It's I Do. For the record, I said record, record sales. Huh? I like, I like, they've been in it, not a jail. Huh? They say by now that I'll be finished, hard to tell. I can tell. My little 15 minutes less than long as hell. Huh? Left the left on red, cause I felt like it. Put me down in that rash and little on jacket. Dapper, dapper, I look fine, and my checks to find. No wonder, wonder why I do whatever I like, I do. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I like Cardi's album, and she got some dope features like Kalani and uh, SZA on I Do, and whoever's singing on Through Your Phone, I don't know who that is, but they sound great. That's what makes me even mad, makes me even madder that they don't have somebody singing the hook on Be Careful. Well, she mm. said she wanted to sing that hook herself because it gave it more of a personal feeling. I get that. Yeah, I like so Be it's Careful So the feeling of you being so mad is more authentic. I get that. I like Be Careful, too. I just thought it could be bigger with somebody else on the hook, but whatever. Well, let's go. do a remix. Well, let's get to the last one we're going to play. This is Bickenhead. This is Cardi B. Her album is out right now. Now we're getting into some tunes now. 585-1051. We're going to take your calls when we come back. We want your honest opinion. What you think of Cardi B's album? Here's Bickenhead. Now I say luxury apartment. I'm young and I'm hardly. There's a that in my bed and that is a target. Lawyer is a Jew. He gon' chew up all the charges. Matter if you fuck with me, I get money regardless. Guap, guap, get some chicken. Guap, guap. I love All that right. 36 Mafia is being embraced so much by this generation because Ray Smurmer mm-hmm. sampled uh Side to Side for Power Slide and G Easy sampled G-Eazy, uh yeah. what 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 record slob on my knob for No Limit and now Cardi sampling Chicken Head by Project Pat ASAP Like I love that 36 is being uh Embraced by this generation so much. Drop on the clues bombs for 3-6 Mafia, damn it. 
All right. Well, you know I mean? call us up right now. Let's talk about Cardi B's album. 800-585-1051. Let us know what you think. It's the yes, you know why? Because we're biased and we're on Atlantic's payroll. So you don't don't listen to our opinion about the album. Stop it. <laughs> that was New Freezer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Cardi B's album came out today, and we're talking about it. Have you heard it? It's trending all over social media. Yes, yeah, so she got like three trending topics right now. Invasion of Privacy is trending. Uh, Bodak mm-hmm. Yellow is trending for whatever reason. I guess because everybody's skipping that song on the album because we've heard it already. And she said that mm-hmm. at the listening last night, too. She was like, I know y'all heard this, so we're not going to play this song. Yeah, they said something about her album is already gold now because of Bodak Yellow. Well, I think they said her album is already um I think it it qualifies to be certified. Nothing wrong with a little cheat code, Atlantic. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I, but they also said that won't count to our first week sales. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. my favorite song on the album is "I Like It Like That." Uh, my man Dre from Miami, salute to Dre, who runs our boards in Miami. He said that is actually a sample from. Tito Neves? Did I pronounce that right? How you pronounce it, Mr. Puerto Rico? I'm sure you Tito Neves. Tito Neves. Tito Neves. Tito Neves. Yes. I like it like that. That's a sample from his song. But I like that right. All right, well, let's see tune. what the people think. Well, what do you think about the album? You, you actually went to the listening I session last night. I got there so late, I only heard, like, the last three or four songs. And I think mm. it's different when you're at the party and everyone's talking and you can't really hear yeah. it like oh, okay. that. Just say you like it. We're biased. We're on Atlantic. No, payroll. I gotta actually listen to the Kaiser album. Kaiser is our guy. Stop it! Why just say you like it? You I love like, it. I like a but couple little records. I haven't heard song, the whole thing either. The song that uh, samples Tito Nieves that was rocking when we was in the club. Really? Yeah. It sounds. Yeah. I like rocking now. That's the joint. That and Bickett had I like so far, and I love Be Careful. But let's go to the phone line. You're not going to ask me? We know what you think. We, we, know, you, we know you like it. Like, I do like no. it. I think it's cool. I think it's a good album. I no, think... we know you're on the payroll. We know. We good. Know. Yes, I am. Does it feel like it could be a classic? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I don't. let's not jump out the window. All right? Everybody be cool. Everybody relax. All right? We got to raise Checks that payroll that account. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? My name is Sephora. Hey, Sephora. What you think of the album? album? It's trash. Okay. Oh, What? Yeah, I didn't like it. Like I listened to it for the first time this morning. I listened to the whole thing. I didn't like it. I like that one song, Get Up. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Get Up. She don't got no song called Get Up. Or it was Get Something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But oh, I Get didn't Up like Ten. The first like song on the album. Oh, Get Up Ten. Yeah, Get Up Ten. Okay. See, you don't even know the names of the songs, Charlamagne. What you want? I just listened this morning, like boo. So did she? You know what I'm on? I'm on Atlantic payroll <laughs> and Cardi stop B's it. payroll. That's gotta stop it. Thank you, Mama. Let's go to another line. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? How you doing this knowledge, man? Peace, Knowledge, what's up, bro? What you think of the album? Hey, I think this album is not because it just came out and I'm going to rate it different. Man, it's just like Lil' Kim Hardcore and just like Pink Pink was. Pink Friday, Nicki Minaj. Wow. It's everything that you want. Like, it's everything that you want from her. You can't compare it to, like, males, but this going to be the album that she can tell everybody, shut the f*** up forever. Wow. Like, All right. Period. All right. Like, they gave you man. that feeling so, immediately. Okay. All right, yeah, Thank you, bro. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Like, I, I feel like that, too. I think it's a good debut album for Cardi B. Like, it's, it's it, it feels like Cardi. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. We're talking Cardi B's album. Have you heard it? Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Be Careful, Cardi B. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking Cardi B. Her album is out right now. We're and, asking your opinion. And I want to say, Charlamagne too, man, loves it. I He's do. on the payroll, so he loves it. I'm on Atlantic's payroll. I'm on Cardi B's payroll. You know, I love Cardi B. So I'm super biased. Um, so I, I really enjoy the album. But I do like the fact that Cardi... Uh, addressed uh, to be careful and um, the fact that she did get that record from my man Partisan Fontaine. Partisan Fontaine is one of my favorite artists and has been one of my new favorite artists for uh, quite a few years now. I post them on my Instagram and stuff a lot. So I like Mm -hmm. to see them working together and collaborating together and I like to see her you know, saluting Partisan like yeah, he liked that record and I wanted it. Like, so yeah, what? No, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. Well, be honest. Lo- yeah, you got to be and honest. And I love, I love the records I heard so far. And um, I love Be Careful. I love Bickenhead. I, I love a lot of the records. I mean, I'm very proud of her. I seen her coming from the strip club. I seen her grind. I seen people hate. I seen her do the sketches. I seen where she's at today. So I'm very happy Listen, and I'm proud for we Cardi We used B. to say, I, I used to be in here saying Cardi for the culture, Cardi B for president, Cardi B as a star. People used to say I was trolling. When I used to, when I, we played cheap ass, remember we played cheap ass weave? Yeah. Cheap ass we played weave. cheap ass, <laughs> cheap ass weave like four years ago. Everybody was like, that's trash. Y'all trolling. Yada, yada, yada. No. Cardi I remember got sitting it. at uh, Mr. Childs with our program director, our boss, Thea, and her saying how much she loves Cardi's mixtape. 
Yes. And I remember being up here, everybody, uh, Charlemagne being a big champion of Cardi B. I remember watching her videos on Instagram before yep. she was even on Love and Hip Hop. And people really thought we was trolling when we would big Cardi up like that. It was like, oh, y'all trolling, no. yada, yada, yada. No, Cardi is a star, and I'm sorry if you couldn't see it coming. <laughs> now, and not only that, Cardi, I remember Cardi B and Shout the Shaft, her manager at the time, drove to my crib and played me Bodak Yellow, her first single. And was like, this is it, this is the start, and I'm, and I'm so happy to see them in all their success, man. I'm proud of them. Yeah, right, but let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's DCB SMC. Hey, what's up, mama? What you think of Cardi B's album? I think it's fire. I think it's going to be a lot of butt cheeks moving to that album, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Good morning. What's My up? name is Victor. I'm calling from Miami. I love Cardi B. And let me tell you why. Because why? she got into people's hearts, first of all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. She went ahead and she made people love her. And that's what it's all about, like Charlemagne has said in the past. That no matter what she puts out, man, we're going to buy and we're going to listen to. Especially that song that Charlemagne like. That's Salsa Merengue. Hey, you know, I like it like that. Merengue. Salsa Merengue? Yeah, papi. And it makes you think of from the waist down. Hey. I think he flirting. This is a lesson to be learned to Nicki Minaj. And I'm not gonna okay, stop. Oh, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. We're not going to do this. No, 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 no. Let papi speak. No, man. Let papi speak. I'm the people. I'm the people. You know, I'm Dominican. You talk, papi. Let me tell you. She's a great talent, Nicki Minaj, but she doesn't have the personality. Like, she wants water, she won't drink from the top. She'll bring a bottle of water. You know why? Why? She's a diva now. She's a diva. Hey, you know I like it like that. I like bottle of water. something. We got <laughs> to get to Poppy. the point. Listen, we got to get to the point. Poppy. We got to get to the point. We, we love you back, Poppy. We don't have to mention Nicki every time you mention Cardi. You don't have to mention Cardi every time you're talking about Nicki. Like, we got to stop that. They both got their own individual queendoms, okay? You're right. All right? This is Cardi's day. This is her time. We'll talk about Nicki when she comes out with her new project. All right? Poppy. Poppy. What's the moral of the story, Poppy? Poppy. Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, the moral of the story is, man, 70% of success in life is showing up. Cardi B has shown up and shown out for the past four to five years, and now we're here today at this moment, which is the debut album from Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. Salute to Cardi B. We are extremely proud of Cardi B, man. God bless her. Continued success to her, damn it. Absolutely. Mommy! That's you, Envy, you gotta stop. What? Just call me Angela, please. Mommy Angela, you got rumors? <laughs> it would be Angela, first of all. But oh, Angela, yes, you got I mean, rumors? Since we're talking about Cardi B, you want to hear what she had to say about Nicki Minaj in an interview she did recently? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll get into that when we come back. Rumors on the way is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Meek Millie. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So perhaps Meek Mill will be out of jail on bail. Now, even though the judge in Philly, Janice Brinkley, has denied that, it looks like now it might end up going to Pennsylvania Supreme Court. The DA has said that he doesn't have a problem with Meek Mill being out on bail while his case is on appeal, but he does not want to outright dismiss his controversial drug and gun case. Now, the main issue with that is corrupt cop Reginald Graham appears to have framed Meek, and Graham is on a list of people deemed unfit to take the stand in Philly, which means every case he was involved in is in question. And can't Meek, like, sue the state or sue the police if, if the guy has been accused of corruption? Um, they're calling him a corrupt cop, and they know he's corrupt. Right, I'm sure he could. Mm. So, so, one, step at, home one step at a time. Let's see if we can get him out on bail. Yeah, I, I think he can, too. I thought the judge said that it doesn't matter because in his case he wasn't being corrupt, but that judge, I think, is being corrupt. Just my yeah, opinion. Yeah, what the, the judge was saying is that he he did plead guilty and admit to certain things, so that's why, but we'll see what happens. Mm. All right, Beyonce, she was supposed to have about a dozen dancers at Coachella next week. Well, she has upped that number to 100. So get ready for an amazing performance. I'm sure it's going to be some incredibleness from Beyonce, just what we expect from her. And... She's also, of course, had to move her rehearsals to a much larger studio. They're saying everything that she's doing is so private, even the label has no idea what's going well, on. How the hell you know what's going on, Ninye? How you know she got 100 dancers? Well, I guess uh, with 100 dancers, somebody's talking. Mm. And then she's also TMZ. had to move her rehearsal space to a bigger space. So these are from sources okay. on TMZ. I'm dropping yes. the clues bombs for Beyonce. You know I'm a Pinkett Smith, Winfrey Knowles Carter. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's talk about Cardi B. Now she's saying that she has no beef with Nicki Minaj at all. She's even spoken to her face to face. And here's what she had to say about why people think there is something. It's really internet made up. Fans and people, they really want to see that happen because it's really entertaining. To see people beef is entertaining. Like, I don't really have the time for that. Like, it's like if, if you if you ain't my man or if you're not taking my money from me, you're not stopping my money, then I don't really give a about about you. People just want to pin it so much because it's entertainment. And I spoke to her before in person. We have to start. I mean, we have to stop mentioning Nikki every time we mention Cardi. We got to stop mentioning Cardi every time we mention Nikki. Now she goes on to talk about the motorsport video and why they were not filming together. I just heard that she couldn't shoot that day and it's just like people just made a lot of theories of everything and it's just like what what is it that, y'all, that, that people expect from me to do or say? I already said she's an amazing artist. I already say I pay my respect to her. I, I did videos before jamming to her songs. Like, it's like, what do people expect? Like, y'all want me to say something bad. Y'all want to annoy me to the fact that I say something bad. And it's just like, I'm not falling for that. She is right, though. Them annoying-ass stands, them annoying-ass bobs. I can post something. I bet I bet. I just posted something about Cardi on my Instagram. I bet you if I go look at the comments, there's a bunch of Nicki Minaj stands saying negative stuff. Like, oh, you on Atlantic's payroll. Oh, you on Cardi's payroll. What Nicki got to do with Cardi? And vice versa. All right. Well, we told you about Cardi B having her, I guess, album release party last night. It was a listening session slash release party. And one thing that she talked about was the song Be Careful because everybody was saying, oh, she had a ghostwriter with somebody else's song. She stole the song. Well, here's what she said. Person is a big part of the song. You know, I heard, them, I heard the record and I was like, I want that record for me. So, you know, I flicked it. I made it to a girl version. I don't give a f- Drop one of two bombs for my guy, Partisan Fontaine. Mm-hmm. That's who Cardi got the uh, Be Careful record from. They collaborate a lot. Partisan is my man. Uh, one of my favorite new artists. Has been for a few years now. And I like to hear him getting his shine. I'm glad Cardi's uh, saluting him and giving him his recognition. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? We need Conor McHater to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. There is nothing I despise more than a successful hater. I hate a person that has success of their own, has money of their own, but they hating on other people. So we need Conor McGregor to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Okay, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. Uh, we get into a new Cardi record. What record are we getting into? Of course we are. You know why? Why? Because we on Atlantic's payroll and we on Stop Cardi it. B's payroll. What song are we about to play? Money bags. Oh, I like this record. This is a tough tune. And guess what? If I didn't like it, I would still say I like it. You know why? Why? Because I'm on Atlantic's payroll. And Cardi oh B's goodness. payroll. Play the All song, right. goddamn it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey. Because right now you want some real donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit it with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. Yes, you did. With the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Donkey of the day for Friday, April 6th, goes to the notorious MMA, commonly known as Conor McGregor. I call him Conor McHater, okay? Conor McGregor is a hater, ladies and gentlemen, simple and plain. He is in jail this morning for being a hater. He's charged with three counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief, according to the New York Police Department. And according to Charlemagne the God, he is guilty of being a hater in the first degree. Do you want to know why Conor McGregor got arrested? Well, let's go to UFC president Dana White for the report. Conor and approximately 20 guys apparently were let in through the doors by the MacLife guys who were uh, credentialed here. They opened the doors for them. They stormed the building, got down to the uh, loading docks where the fighters were getting on the buses and started to attack um, the buses, throwing trash cans and uh, dollies and things like that. Broke one of the windows, cut Michael Chiesa really bad. Rose Namajunas apparently was almost hit. She's super upset right now and hurt one of our employees, broke one of our employees' knuckles and other injuries. This is the most disgusting thing that has ever happened in the history of the company. There was a warrant out for Conor McGregor's arrest. His plane cannot take off. He cannot leave the state of New York. I'm assuming eventually, if they don't catch him, he'll turn himself in. First of all, 
I love hearing Dana White refer to a bunch of white guys as thugs. Trump on the clues bombs for Dana White. All right, a mob of white thugs. Give, van- give Vanilla ISIS their credit, damn it. All right, and uh, Conor has already turned himself in. Actually, I think he had to spend the night, but don't quote me on that. Now, what had Conor McGregor upset? I'll tell you what had Conor McGregor upset. The fact that he's a hater. Okay, haters are always upset. All right, Conor didn't like UFC president Dana White saying that an upcoming UFC match between Max Holloway and a name I can't pronounce, Khabib Bermagomadov. <laughs> I don't think that was right, but you, you get the picture. Okay, that, that match will decide the new UFC lightweight champion, all right, with no qualifier in front of the title. Basically, for those who don't watch UFC, McGregor won the lightweight champion, championship in 2016. So he was the lightweight champion, but he stepped away from the UFC you know, in order to train for his match with Floyd Money Mayweather, okay? So he's upset that since he took time off to go fight Money Mayweather, he doesn't feel like he should have been stripped of his title, so he decided to come and hate on the match between Max Holloway and Khabib, last name I can't pronounce, by bringing 20 guys to ruin those young men's moment. Now, Conor McHater has been charged with three counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief, all because he's hating on the fact that someone else would be the new UFC light heavyweight champion. Let me tell you something. Nothing is worse than a successful hater. Okay, I repeat, nothing is worse than a successful hater. Connor, you stepped away from the UFC for a moment to go fight Money Mayweather. And you made a reported $30 million for that. Maybe more. Why, after all that success, do you give a damn about a UFC title? You want the UFC title that got script from, script from you that bad because you went off to make $30 million to fight Money May? Then tell Dana White you want to fight the winner of Max Holloway and Khabib, last name I can't pronounce. Okay, simple. But don't hate. You mean to tell me that you didn't know you was going to be stripped of the title when you stepped away to fight Money Mayweather? And is $30 million not a great consolation prize? You can wipe your tears for losing that belt with $100 bills for the rest of your life. I don't understand rich haters, bro. I literally posed this question the other day on Twitter. What's worse, a hater that's doing good in life or a hater who don't got nothing? My sister, Debbie Dev, salute Debbie Brown. Drop on the clues bombs for Debbie Brown, damn it. She gave me an answer to that question, and she said, karma-wise, a hater that is doing well because they know better, the universe cannot stand a lack of gratitude. And I agree with her. Connor, you a made man. You got stripped of your UFC light heavyweight belt, but so what? You went and made $30 million to fight Floyd Mayweather. Why are you hating on the next in line to receive the blessing of the UFC light heavyweight belt? Let Max Holloway and Khabib, last name I can't pronounce, have their moment. You had yours? Now, how would this affect his employment with the UFC? Well, TMZ ran up on UFC President Dana White and asked him if he's going to fire Conor McGregor, and he had this to say. You guys gonna fire him? This is this is bigger than firing. People are gonna sue him. He's gonna have a bunch of civil lawsuits, and uh, he's in he's in a lot of trouble. Well, there goes that money from the Floyd Mayweather fight. <laughs> sue his hating ass. You know he got it. He's gonna be in court today too in Brooklyn. Listen, man, Connor is in jail. Uh, he's faced with three counts of assault and one count of criminal mischief. So he got to pay bond. He got to pay lawyers. And just like Dana White said, he's going to get sued. He's going to have all kinds of civil lawsuits. So it's going to cost him money. It literally cost him to hate. It cost him to hate. This is truthfully and probably the best prime example of hate hurting the hater more than the hated. Please allow Remy Ma to give Conor McGregor the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Conor McHater. All right. Conor McHater. Conor McHater. All right. Connor McHater. All right. Connor Thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back. Yes, this is a good segue because we're still talking UFC here. Let's talk to Tyron Hidley. Yeah, yeah you what? messed his name all the way to hell. <laughs> and that is an easy to? name to pronounce. Tyron Woodley. What college you went to again? He says I'm not telling you. He said something else. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to wonder about Hampton, bro. This is I crazy. ain't going to lie. You, the man's name is Tyron Woodley. You That's said what I Tyron said. Headley. Yeah. Who is Tyrone Headley? Tyrone Headley or something. Who is Tyrone Headley, bro? <laughs> That's Seriously. my man. He's used to live on Springfield. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. When we come back, UFC <laughs> fighter Tyrone Woodley. Did I say it right now? Yes. Yes, you All right. did. All right. When we come back, he put locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Tyrone Whitley. What's up? What's up, sir? Not much, my man. How you doing? Everything is good. Now you know what we want to know. <laughs> are you training Floyd? I knew it. Jr. I knew he wasn't gonna wait to get into the octagon. You know what? I'm training Floyd. He's gonna make the choice if he's gonna get in the octagon. I think if the paper right and the fight um, presents itself, nobody can turn down three, four hundred million. So. I think the UFC would be willing to pay that with the mm -hmm. right opponent. So, but boxing is way different from UFC. Like, it's different, but every fight starts standing up. Some guys in the UFC with some garbage wrestling, and terrible jujitsu. Mm -hmm. So, is it really crazy to think that he can stand his own in MMA? Yes, it is. And you, you an MMA fighter, you yeah. know, like it's a different <laughs> ball game. The kicking, the grappling, the wrestling. Yeah. I don't know if Floyd got that. Yeah, but you, you know, our sport is not a draft sport. So mm -hmm. it's not like you go to college and you do. You're a dope ass receiver, mm -hmm. and they pick you up in the drive. Like you can, you can legit come off right here and go fight a pro fight. And now you're a professional athlete. So, as I said, some it's some guys in the UFC that is just swing, bloody right. murder, and they have a career for a long time because they're willing to put on the fights. People don't really want to see a fight; they want to see a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guys don't don't have the skill set. I think if you match up accordingly. He probably could win a fight in the UFC. But so, we're assuming it would be Connor. I, I think that would be the I would, big would, fight. No other fight would make sense. Right. So yeah. with Connor's skills, you've seen Connor fight several times. What would Floyd have to work on the most? He would have to piece him up and basically not get kicked. Connor has never knocked him out with a kick, to my knowledge. I've never seen him kick anybody. Anytime you throw a kick, he throws a kick to keep you off of him. He don't throw a kick to knock you out. Mm. He can't wrestle. When he tried to, he got submitted. And we know he can't grapple. So it's almost the same fight with smaller gloves on. If I would pose the question is, how would Floyd Hands do in those bronze gloves? We know he gets taped up a lot. And his, fan, his yeah. hands get broken a lot. Yeah, that, that's that's the question I would have. It wouldn't be if he compete with Connor's a stand-up fighter mm -hmm. in MMA. How you often know? are y'all training? You know what? What we're going to do is we're going to set up a game plan first because there's no point in me just coming in and showing wrestling stuff. I think that he needs to use wrestling in reverse. Stop the takedown. If you got that ability to see a punch coming and you can evade a punch and make somebody look stupid in a fraction of a second... You can use that footwork to actually stop somebody from getting to your legs. Mm -hmm. If you get to your legs, he's an athlete. He's had great uh, conditioning. And his mental IQ in a, in, a, in a boxing match has been bar none. So that would be the first thing. Defending takedowns. If you happen to get taken out, how the hell to get back up quick, fast, get back on your feet. How to not get kicked in the head. Those are the first things I would work on. What got you in the UFC? Man, I was a wrestler in college, and all the wrestlers... Like wrestler, wrestler, not WWE. Not WWE. Like, That's how I got into wrestling. Really? Okay, I thought explain. it was WWE. <laughs> and my guy... You thought guy, you'd be power driving? No, they, 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 they asked people. me if I wanted to wrestle, and I was like, hell yeah. So I went into the practice, and there was a man. I'm like, what are the ropes at? Nobody's flying off shit. So I get there, and I, and I get to practice. I'm like, well, I'm already here. I might as well try to practice. So at that point, all I knew was a football tackle. Right. So I was just blasting people with football tackles, slamming them down, and the coach was like, man, you should um you should try this tournament tomorrow. So I tried the tournament. I won. I remember I slammed this kid. Boom! He had his mouth open. He bit the tip of his tongue off, the right wow. of the tip. Oh my goodness! And it was bleeding. And all the kids were scared of me. And I was like, that's kind of dope. Right, right, so right. So then right. after that, I was hooked. You gotta have a certain love for fighting as yeah. opposed to just liking money, right? I just love competing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know yeah. I mean, I, I grew up fighting. I grew up fighting every week. You know, so for me, fighting is not scary to me. So when I think about a dude standing across a cage with rules, with a referee to jump in if it get crazy, no guns, and I can live, it don't really scare me. So I'm I'm all about the competition. Mm -hmm. I want to go out there. I want to be the greatest welterweight of all time. And I want to put myself in a position where it's no question. Nobody, everybody, it was me than everybody else. You wasn't scared so. of the ears, like the wrestling ears? Man, I'm blessed, yeah, man. Yeah, that's I'm blessed. You got a little bit. You know, actually, little. the little bit I got is from a car accident. Oh, okay, okay. So I didn't even get it from wrestling, but I saw that ugly stuff. And that, that discouraged a lot of African-American kids. <laughs> the uniform and also the, the ears. Because yeah. my son did it for a while, and he started seeing the coaches with the ears. Oh, you pulled them out? <laughs> and he was like, Dad, I don't want that type of ear. And he just yeah. needed to stop doing it. By the way, I yeah. love the ear. Because, you know, if you're in a bar or something and you're drinking and you, you might know. get into it with somebody, you be like, nah, he got the ears. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I surprisingly stayed away from it. You also have 12 brothers and sisters, yeah. so I can imagine. Oh, you grew up fighting. Yeah. Every day. At home. <laughs> it was a tournament. The thing about me, I grew up, you know, I know you guys heard about the riots and stuff in Ferguson. Mm -hmm. That's my street. Mm. Not around it. I lived on that street. So I grew up in that environment, gang banging in middle school for no reason, like an idiot. And we used to just fight in our neighborhood for fun. You fight him, he fights you, bare knuckle, 
for me, fighting was just something that I just did. Um, I did because I had to. I did because I walked past his neighborhood and they want to fight. I did it in a household. I did it for fun. It was just something It was a big part of my life. But you guys don't get paid as much as boxers, which is crazy. And your sport seems way yeah. more dangerous, way more bloodier. Yeah, it's only 25 years, though. You got to think about how long boxing been around. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it's also built on a different rubric. The UFC started. We the UFC. You guys do what the hell we want to do. We're going to pay you this. Nobody was going to question it. Now it's to the point where we see it's big money. Anytime somebody make a big hunk, now I want to make that. I want to make close to that. How do I get to that point? So it's going to get to that point, but it's, it's still going to be that big disparity. You're going to have somebody in the octagon for 20 grand. You're going to have somebody in there for 20 million. And that's just the facts of it. How do you how do you make that big money when it's just uh, UFC fighters, and MMA fighters fighting each other? Because it seems like the only time they make that big money is when they do the crossover event like they did with McGregor and Mayweather. Well, that, that's that's you got to take that out. That's an outlier. Yeah, ain't, yeah. Ain't, no UFC, ain't no UFC fighter ever gonna make that. You know, yeah. kind of walked away with close to hundred million. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we'll ever see you know an MMA fighter not within the next 10, 15 Unless years. Unless they rematch it. If they rematch it in the octagon, one fighter can make that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. How can y'all make it together? See, like, the thing is, the thing about our sport is, it's one thing about talking trash and doing a press conference and selling the fight. But it's but it's another thing we have legitimate division. Like, I don't f*** with nobody in my weight class. I don't talk to nobody. They all want my belt. They all want they all want I have, and they all got a lot to say. When we get in the octagon, none of them want to see me. So with that standpoint, we don't have no unity. You got to have unity to get those dollars. Mm. You no, know, they want to talk about they they tried a union at one point in time, but when they did that, it had two different unions. That's automatic division from the jump. Right. So I think to be able to do that, fighters got to be willing to expose what they making. Then I can compare. Well, he making this, and I beat him, and I beat the person that he beat. So I should at least make that. Mm -hmm. Fighters are just now, and managers are just now getting to that point where they kind of disclose in the behind the scene negotiation stuff. So with that you'll get to the point where fighters will start making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But to get to the, to you know, hundreds of millions, it's going to be a minute. It's also not good when you got the UFC president saying, uh, you full of sh Yeah. Dana White said you I ain't like that. You know what? I didn't understand. I, was that real? Or is that some WWE Vince McMahon just talking to the wrestlers type Let stuff? me take a deep breath. My PR lady makes sure I don't say no bullshit, so I get fired. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Me and Danny got a weird relationship. I've been a drama queen. I've been one of the most devastating um, welterweights on the planet Earth. Mm -hmm. I've been to the Kendrick Lamar birthday party with his son, and then I've been a big show artist. I've been to the Super Bowl with him, the only fighter, and then I was full of shit. The thing is, fighters and the promotion, to me, is different. You give me a job, if I want that job, I'm going to take that job, I'm going to do my job, and I'm going to get paid. It's not my job to appease to these other guys. I came from the bottom. Like, nobody was giving me a shot. I had to fight the former champion, the former contender. Like, my resume speaks for itself. I don't have to prove it no more. Mm -hmm. So these young fighters that are coming up that want to fight me, I want to make the money we're talking about. Right. How do I make that money if I'm bringing up somebody that's brands below mine? Right. I'm trying to fight the Diaz brothers. I'm trying to fight Connor. I'm trying to fight George St. Pierre. Don't none of those guys want to fight me. And every time I want one of those fights, it's always some excuse on why I can't get that fight. So I don't feel entitled to help promote these guys and talk about this. So I think that's where it comes from. Because the same thing you love me for, my ability to go out there and wreck somebody and be a businessman, you also lose a little bit of control when somebody's so mindful of their business and you know, they want to make sure you know it is what it is. So He said you was full of because because of the Diaz fight, right? You said you want to fight Diaz, and he was like, ah, oh, he don't really, but really want to fight Diaz. Nobody said Diaz was full of mm -hmm. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's odd. Mm -hmm. He said the same thing. Yeah. I said if, it, if I had to bet my house on it, I think that fight would happen. That's my perspective. I can say what I want. I didn't say... We're in negotiations right now. I'm talking to Danny White. We're sitting down. We're close to making a deal. If I would have said that, then I, then it would be deemed down full of shit. He said, I think the best fight for me is Tyron Woodley. Let's make it happen. So if the fans are behind it and they want to see it go down, this ain't a sport no more. This is entertainment. All right. You know, how many times do we seen Brock Lesnar just jump over in the UFC? Or, you know, we see my homie CM Punk fighter. We see, you know, this guy who's lost a million times, but because he can talk some shit or he got a custom suit on, now he's jumped the line. So when it comes to me, why am I, Why is it a different set of rules? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. All right, we got more with Tyron Woodley. When we come back, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Tyron Woodley is in the building. Now, Yee? So, Tyron, when Deontay Wilder was up here, he talked about wanting to catch a body. Do you ever feel like that? And what do you think about his statements? He's a unique dude, man. You just got to kind of let him go. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to catch your body, but I'm definitely trying to hurt you to the point where the referee feel like he got to come save your life. 
I'm not trying to catch a body, but especially the way that... If you that, die, you die. No, no, not that. If you die, you die. It's like this. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sportsman. Most guys that I, I fight against, I respect. But if I get to a point where somebody that's been talking so much and they know they're not about that life. When we get in there, I'm going to make it ugly, and the referee going to have to take me off of you. So I'm not trying to catch a body, but I want that person not to want to fight again. But don't, don't you have to have that mentality, though? You got to have that sometimes. I want to kill you mentality. Sometimes you do. Sometimes it, it plays against you, though, because it is a competition. Mm -hmm. If somebody gets you to lose your cool, and now you just want to fight instead mm -hmm. of compete, they get you out of your game. So for me, I like when, when you, the harder you swing, the more aggressive you come. It's almost like I'm holding my sword and you just land on it. You ever got into a fight just because just people are crazy? Just they try. You out and, and, mm -hmm. and eating and somebody just tests you? They try, but you know what? I don't I don't go out that much. I'm always working, man. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm acting. I'm f***ing doing the commentary work. I'm entrepreneurship. I'm recording an album right now. You rap? So, yeah, I'm recording an album right now. So I got too many things in the pot to even focus on being out. Like, I don't even like people to know I live in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. When I go home, they're like, hey, man, how long you time? I'm here for a little bit. Like, you don't need to know where I live. Yeah, I heard you was living in St. Louis. You're trying to get that hot chingy feature for your debut album. I don't need the chingy feature. <laughs> Actually, I got Wiz on my first single. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. How long you been rapping? Uh, you know, I, I saw a freestyle in, a, in college. Mm -hmm. And in training camp, when I get bored and, you know, you got a house full of people that are fighting, you had to beat each other up all day. To break the time, the initiation is you got to freestyle. I don't care if it's terrible. I don't care if it's hot. I don't care what it is. You got to do it. And we did it to pass time. I did, um, I went into the studio to do a voiceover. Somebody wanted me to do a voiceover for a track. And I said, I'm in here. I got I to gotta, I gotta spit something over this bar. So he put the song on. I freestyled to the whole song. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to put another beat on. He did it. I freestyled to the whole song. And then he said, you got one more? Yeah, I did it one more time. He stepped out and said, you know you can rap. He said, we need to be do something serious. So I said, I'm down. And I started doing it as therapy mm -hmm. because so much drama, so much politics, mm -hmm. so much bullshit that I had to come. And I started thinking about rap is a culture. I'm from the culture. I live the culture. The stories that people are talking about, I've either experienced, been around. So all I can do is I can use it as a form of expression. Mm. You mentioned I, that it's been, it's like therapy. So have yeah. you ever tried to do real therapy? Or? I need to. I go every Friday at three. I need to. I, I went in with one therapist, but I wasn't doing what he told me to do. So it kind of. Say, all right, your ass on your own. Right, right, right. <laughs> what he was telling you to do? Just to, just to relax and uh, enjoy life and be happy and also just that, you know, I need to slow down because mm -hmm. I'm on a plane every single week. I got my own show on TMZ, the mm -hmm. Hollywood Beatdown. I do that show. I do Fox. You know, I own a gym in St. Louis. I'm training. I'm doing seminars. Something for Budweiser. Something for Monster Energy Drink. So I'm nonstop. I'm at NAS I might be at NASCAR at a UFC fight, go home, take my kids to school, go to the studio, record at 6 a.m., 30 minutes of sleep, repeat, and it's just like, mm -hmm. I feel like that window's only open for so long, mm -hmm. and I know I need the rest, but I just feel like, man, I'm not going to be high forever. Are you scared of, uh, like, CTE or head trauma or anything like that? <sighs> no, I move my head out the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in one fight that was ugly, and um, that's actually my favorite fight. I got knocked out bad. But in that fight, I was the wrestler that just wrestled. And nobody had ever seen me go after like that. Mm -hmm. So I knocked this dude down. He knocked me down. I hit him in the third round. He dropped. And I said, I'm the champion of the world. And I threw 30 rabbit punches that didn't have no stank on them. And then I took a breath. And the referee said, bring him up. I'm like, I just threw like 40 punches. And then I, counted took a, you. I, took a, I took a breath. I was like, let me catch my breath. Let me catch my breath. Boom, one elbow. I'm like, damn, that hurt. Let me move out this cage. Last thing I remember. Wow. Six piece came after that. Don't remember it, mm. but it happened. So that How old were you? Uh, I was 10 and 0, undefeated, fighting for a world championship in Strike Force. I was 30 years old. Mm. 30 years old. That says a lot about you that you said that's your favorite fight. Yeah. Cuz that lets me know you learn from your mistakes. And nobody going to hit me that hard again. Mm. My kids, the first and only time they've ever watched me fight was that fight. They've only been in one fight. Wow. wow. They never been back since. The public embarrassment of being undefeated, losing in a world title, not a match before come back. World title I lose. Not only did I lose, I get knocked out bad. Like, I, 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 when I watch it, it don't even feel like it's me. I'm like, damn, he f***ed that dude up. <laughs> if it, like, if it was on my, I would put that on my highlight reel. Like, it don't even bother me. Like, damn, I can't watch it. Like, people, people think they trolling me, and they send it to me, and um, send it to me, like, and direct me, like, a video of, oh, you're not trolling Yeah, he f***ed me up. But guess what? He never got that UFC gold. Mm -hmm. Never made that payday. And after that fight, my next fight, 36 seconds. Out. Get your ass out of here real quick. Now, uh, you are a rapper. I knew you was going to do that. All right. You are a rapper. Uh, and I knew we, you was gonna do that. We got some beats. All right, and um, we got. I knew you was gonna do it too. Tyrone, don't <laughs> embarrass yourself, man. You want this one? 
I got a choice? Yeah. On Sway, they didn't give us a choice. Right. <laughs> we had to go straight to it. I'll take this beat. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Charlemagne want to dissect my bars like a surgeon do. But I'm a bleed on this track for the first time like a virgin do. With these lines, I'm surgical. They looking at me all puzzled like I ain't never heard a dude. That's partly true, but not in 2018. Cause I'm devising a strong team to make sure I stack that green green residually. Yo, that's a play on words. I don't play with verbs. I'm about that action. I don't play the curb. I'd rather hang out with Snoop and blaze some fing herb. That Cali bud. That Cali love. I'm from St. Louis with them straight bloods and cuz. That's all you get for right now. <laughs> You have to buy the album when they come out. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I want you to say it's reaches. Let me go back here. <laughs> 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 that wasn't real freestyle, though. Yeah, that was a real freestyle. You was really freestyle. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to hear, I got to hear, like, written balls. I got to hear what... Oh, I got, I got 13 songs recorded. Yeah, I got to hear that. <laughs> That's why I said when you do this opportunities like this, you can't really freestyle. Nobody appreciates that. They're going to be like, oh, that was whack. You know what I mean? You gotta have the. Let me get back. So that's your way of saying. All right, we well, said freestyle. Yeah, that we did. You want, you, you want a song? Most yeah, people did freestyle. You want a song for the beat on? I give you a song. We got another beat. Turn up a little bit. Yo, this dude lit kid, you dry as a biscuit. Why try when you know I'm gripping the biscuit? It's all gravy, these niggas can never tame me. The game, fortune, the fame is lame and never change me. Just cop the crib in the bay. Had to change scenes in the city, f***ing on bay. They had to change streets and the seal Ferguson, bitch. I remain street. Hood soldier, the story is never over. Faith of a muscle seed, God's son, yes indeed. From St. Louis with these niggas known to bob and weave. Faith family fitness live by the G code. I had to bundle up, you know these streets cold. Slept enough niggas to buy my mama sweet home. Bitcoins. Yeah, I need that. Put you down first rounder, that's a speed bag. Put you up on cash, cause you need swag. You're welcome. You can thank me. T. Wood, you can take it to the bank, G. Okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> I don't know, T. All right. What you think, I don't know, that ain't it, T. What I don't you think, know, you? man. Oh, that was cool to me. I don't know, <laughs> that was man. Cool. I gotta hit a song. You always song. not gonna know. Your job is not to know the whole time. <laughs> right cool. they, they like they like they like the um the, the voice with the two people that actually give the actual chance. Right. This is a fine tooth comb. Hey, 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 a fine tooth comb with a comb ain't even grazed. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Tyrone Woodley. Boom. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Boom. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Hey, salute to Tyrone Woodley, Woodley, man. Salute to Tyrone Woodley for coming through. I don't know what y'all are killing that man's freestyle on social. So media. did you? I did you not. started it? No, I didn't. All I simply yes, told him was that ain't it. Like I tell everybody <laughs> else who's bars. That's and not it. That's it. Nothing else All to right. say. And I just want to shout out to LaMonica McIver, too. I actually went to her um, event yesterday. She's running for councilwoman for Central Ward in Newark. So shout out to LaMonica McIver. Oh, oh, salute to Edwin Mitchell and Shannon at Flat Rate Moving, too. Salute to them. I just want to throw that out. This is Where you Why are you going to salute to them? Is there a reason? Just... No. All right. Well, Why let's get to the rumors. Dr. Sandy asked me to shout them out. I don't know them. Oh. Well, Kiki them. Palmer. Let's get to the rumors. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, Kiki Palmer did an exclusive sit-down with the Griot, and she talked about why she believes that mental health issues are overlooked in the black community. Here's what she had to say. When I was around 16 or 17, I really started to find uh, myself struggling with anxiety and depression. A lot of times people think it's a black and a white thing, but really it's a resource and it's a class system thing. There are a lot of black people that can afford to see a therapist or the education to know mentally and physically what they need to be doing for themselves, but we don't get to see those people. So we end up focusing more on race and you against me, then what's happening with the money? Where's the money going? Is it, is it really helping the people that it needs to help? Is everybody able to get what they need to get? I don't know what you're talking about with all the race and the money stuff, but definitely when it comes to uh, anxiety and things like that and going to see a therapist, absolutely. I'm going to therapy right now for my anxiety. I go every Friday at 3 o'clock, so that's why I'll be today at 3. 
All right. Now, Nas and Khalees, they're having some issues. According to reports, Nas wants Khalees punished because she has not been honoring their child custody agreement. He has filed documents. He wants the judge to penalize her because she won't turn over their eight-year-old son, Knight. And she says it's because the kid wanted to stay with her during Passover, but he said it was his weekend. The whole Passover thing just doesn't make sense. And that she's been pretty difficult generally when it comes to him getting his son night. And he, he wanted to stay with the mama for Passover because uh, Nas don't celebrate Easter? I don't know. Mm. But he's like, it's my weekend. Like, I'm supposed to get my son. That's a fact. Right. I mean, does that change for holiday weekend, though? It shouldn't it matter, right? I think it should be. Nah, in the, if it does, it should be in the agreement. Like, except for this holiday, you're supposed to plan that out ahead of time. I have no problem with black men fighting uh, for custody of their children or trying to see their children. All right, Black Panther, listen to this. They have broken Saudi Arabia's 35-year cinema ban. Now, they are going to be the first movie that's going to help open the first movie theater in 35 years in Saudi Arabia. That's going to happen on April 18th. I wonder what Saudi Arabia like. I never thought about Saudi Arabia. You never thought about it? Yeah. Like, I wonder what it's like. Like, you know, is it like city-like? Is it all desert? Like, where would you watch a movie at? I'm sure it's different all over, depending on if you're in the city or in the desert. Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit of everything. I'm sure it's kind of like Africa. Like, there's places in Africa that I'm sure doesn't have as, as much, but then there's places on Africa, like South Africa, that, that has so much. With abundance. Yeah, But it's the first Absolutely. movie they've seen in 30 years? Well, the first movie theater that they've okay. had in 35 years. So they're going to have that movie play for five days, and then it's going to be followed by Avengers Infinity War, which is... Uh, going to be playing after that. So they've missed all kind of great black cinema like Pootie Tang and Baps and all that good stuff like that? Oh, well, it's a public movie theater, so people probably okay. could watch things in their home, but as far as having an actual theater to go to, they haven't had one in 35 years. Well, drop one of clues, Moms, for Black Panther doing things that we've never seen Black Panthers do, mm-hmm. ever. All right, now Drake has confirmed that he does have a new album that he's finishing and that he is going to be putting out a new single tonight. So here's what he said. The reason I'm here tonight is because I'm back in the city finishing my album, so I'm excited to... I got a new single dropping them all night, too, just in case you want some free time. Could he let Cardi have her shine, please? You can drop that that's on Monday. He said, that's that's why, why he said, said Friday night. night. Just drop it Monday. It's let Cardi one song, have a weekend. though. It's not a whole album. It's one song. Let Cardi have a weekend. It's one song. All right, so that is your rumor report. And don't forget that Saturday Night Live, uh, Cardi B is going to be... Who? Cardi B. Oh, okay. Is going to be hosting. Oh, and I do have. She's not to have, hosting. She's performing. Well, she's performing. My and South Chadwick Carolina brethren, Chadwick Boseman, is uh, hosting. Yes. Right. Goodness and gracious. here is the promo for the show. Chadwick Boseman, I'm hosting SNL this week with Cardi B. Oh my God, Cardi B! Hey, Leslie. Hey, Black Panther. Uh, my name is Chadwick. <laughs> yo, your name is whatever she calls you. Yo, Cardi, can I get some bars? No. Cool. That's that's cool. All right. Dropping okay. the clues bonds for Cardi B, damn it. Her album is out right now, Invasion of Privacy. And um, people are very I bet you go to Saturday Night Live, aren't you? You know I am. People are very <laughs> people are very upset that uh, that we're supporting Cardi so much this morning. You know, but we have to do what we have to do because we're on Cardi's payroll and we're on Atlantic's Stop payroll. Stop it. It's her first album, I'm, though. It's her debut album. I'm she glad you really hard that. to get to this point to put this album out. Obviously, Bodak Yellow did very well. Uh, I do believe Barty and Cardi just went platinum also, right? I heard that. Envy, you got the People's mm. Choice mix coming, right? And since yeah, people but it's, are it's, so it's, mad that we support It's Cardi, Cardi. B Day. Okay, right, so, so tell what, me what, what you should got we playing. do? I, I was you, thinking about instead of playing a mix, I think we should just do all Cardi B. Now, you know what? I, I was thinking the same damn thing. Did your check just clear too? <laughs> Mine just cleared. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. How, okay, how about, how about you play five songs off Cardi's album to start your mix? How about I that? could do that. How about okay, that? Okay. Matter of fact, that. how about we that. even take it one step further and mm. we have Cardi introduce the songs herself? Oh, what what you think? Where you going? What do you think? What do you think, Envy? I, 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 I agree. I think that's what we should do. Boom. All right. That's what's going to happen for your people's choice mix. There we go. Finally, you let somebody have some requests, and the person that has some requests is Cardi B, and she's yep. going to introduce her songs, her damn self, okay? All right. All right. Revolt. We'll see y'all on Monday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.